0: welcome to we're talking we have an opinion about everything and it means absolutely nothing now here are your hosts the rocket surgeon and the brain scientist but we're not sure who's who craig malasaw and josh jacno they're talking we're back with we're talking today we're talking with josh sowers of the uta mavericks the voice of the uta mavs if you're not listening to Jay and Brad this weekend, tune into ESPN Plus, and you'll be able to hear Josh's call of the games this weekend with Louisiana. So, but if you really are occasion fan, you're probably going to turn Josh down and listen to Brad and Jay. But if you don't, Josh is a good alternative. Hey, that's okay. So, <laughs> I'll give you a little plus there, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Jay always rags us uh, on the coaches' show. You know, it's going to be on ESPN plus this weekend, but you can always even we're at home and it's on ESPN plus. You know, we have two separate calls. Uh, he, he tells everybody turn down ESPN plus and listen
1: to us. So, yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's that's the one pro about not uh, not having our, our games on, a, on an actual station is it's it's uh, we're either audio or we're video. We're uh, we're video this weekend. Well, good deal. I'm looking forward. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be flipping a
0: little bit back and forth. Actually, when I know the guys, when I when, like yourself, uh, I, I always have on my speaker here, my uh, Amazon speaker, I have it playing the game, and then on the ESPN Plus feed, I also have the game on, but I have both of them at like, kind of the same level so that I can listen to both, so that way I can yell stupid things at both of y'all. So. Yeah, hey, that's
1: okay, yeah. I'll fire up a third computer and have you zoom in. So I can, I can look at that too every now and then. So. <laughs> you, you really don't want that. instant Cajun fan reaction. Oh, huh, that's a good idea. actually. Huh.
0: Well, you know, okay. that's what we kind of want to do. I think you're going to see some of that and we'd love for you to join us because even if the Cajuns are playing, Josh is going to be there in Montgomery with me or not with me, but Josh will be there in M- Montgomery as well. And we plan on sitting there and doing some live zooms and getting uh different fan reactions that want to talk about it and get in our reaction in there more so than just the podcast. So, yeah,
1: yeah, no, I, 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 I love, I love conference baseball. And, uh, um, now at the same time, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's where, where hearts go to die just because once you're done, you're done. And, um, uh, my favorite, my favorite Darren Thomas quote, head coach of UTA baseball is we, we got down to, uh, um, uh Myrtle Beach or uh Conway I should say uh in 2019 and we were walking around we didn't we didn't play that day but we were catching the early games and um he was like man I I love conference tournaments Uh, why is that coach well apparently bad things happen to other teams apparently because you know we (laughs) all think (laughs) apparently it's just yeah it's not just us that bad things happen to so yeah
0: I think everybody uh I think you see some things well let's uh, let's let's go back to what we were talking a little bit off air on now that you've got the uh the bracket and kind of how it breaks down for you and everything like I said I'll send you the updated list of this because once I hit update on my spreadsheet it pulls in the new conference standings and they'll fill out the pool play for us so not a whole lot of thinking involved uh, there for us which I love uh, but uh, and uh, it's it's a thinking man's game and evidently I'm out with so but uh, so you, to your point though I mean you brought up how it's it's somewhat unfair to move the uh, the number one seed or the so basically the number one and two seed if everybody in their pool goes one and one the number one, one and two seed will will advance what's your what's your thought on that?
1: It's it's it, it, as we talked about off air it's a good and bad thing uh, obviously as a conference they want the better teams being represented whichever team goes to the NCAA tournament because that conference wants a team to come out of the regional and you want your best team in that situation. And, you know, we've seen, that's been the argument with basketball, how many, you know, format tournament changes we've seen over the last, uh, last couple of years. I think it's a little bit unfair, but that's just the way it is. That's more of an, to incentivize the regular season. Okay. Well, it may not, it may be unfair, but you know, you should have had a better record in the, uh, in the 24 game uh, Sunboat conference regular season. I kind of wish we were still doing 30, not going to lie. Uh, I don't mind the, you know, mid um, midway point, non-conference series, but uh, I think we need to go back to uh, playing, playing a 30 game conference schedule and, and, and give teams more because, with the 24 games going down from six, you're losing two series. Every game is 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 so important now, um, especially in a year like this, and uh, with with weather delays and, and and sometimes some some COVID issues, which luckily hasn't affected too many teams at all. Uh, when it's all said and done, now how now how Coastal Carolina is, you know, sitting at five and ten like I, I, that's just unbelievable uh, to me. But yeah, going back to the going back to the original point. Uh, Say you win that first game. Well, you know, is is the pressure off? Well, not really, because you, I mean, you can't afford to lose a game now. If you go out and win the two games, well, then you're guaranteed, you're absolutely guaranteed that you'll be playing on Saturday. No one wants to be let it toss up. Well, we went one and one, we'll see what happens in this game. Uh, and at that point, it, you know, it could be, I don't know, there's so many different scenarios. It's a fun. It'd be a fun thesis to write about, just all the different scenarios of what team's thinking. But obviously the main goal is, hey, just go out and win that first one. Pressure's not off, but you do have a win under your belt. Well, you know, you you, um,
0: you brought up basketball and all that, which I think is been, uh, all, all, all the changes. But to, to your point, the conference is actually is going back to 30 games next year. So I don't agree with it, but you, Danny, Brant, all the announcers think it's a good thing, and uh, you guys see a lot more baseball maybe than oh, I do. But sorry,
1: sorry, we're taking away uh, a weekend uh, against uh, you know some random uh, you know. Well, uh, I won't, I won't throw a team out there. I'll, I'll be nice today.
0: Well, but but the thing is, uh, we sorry. we we had good teams. We did what we were supposed to and went out. And and what well, we had a series against TCU, and now next year we're having to. Uh, we're not. We're, there, there's two teams that were high RPI teams, one of them being Tulane that we were supposed to have that had the same break as us that we won't be able to have now. now I do year,
1: like, I, I will, I, I will jump you there. I do like y'all's, y'all's, you all scheduling there because uh, y'all saw TCU. You see TCU, they're an unbelievable team this year. And that's, that's good for the conference RPI right there. Yeah. So I will say maybe, maybe y'all can be an exception there. But, well,
0: uh, the problem is if you look around the league, uh, and, and COVID bit several, several of us, I'm not going to lie, because we would not have played North Alabama if, if it – but we had another team scheduled. But when, when COVID hit, their conference went to uh, four games on the weekend and no longer – so that they, they – this was not I, – I just think we should have given it one more year. Now, I yeah. did not like the fact that we didn't play Georgia Southern, you know, and we wouldn't have played them for four years or three years.
1: Yeah, I, I, like, I like playing everybody. And, and granted, going back to the, the original comment there, for North Alabama, that's good for them. As we talked about earlier with them, they're new to D1. They're playing a, a pretty good Rage and Cajun team. So it just depends on what level of – what level your program is at um, for those for those non-conference uh, weekend series for, for whatever RPI you're at and if that, if that matters to you or not. But, yeah, I, I want to play everybody. I want to get the chance to see everybody. And with COVID issues in basketball, we were splitting divisions. We had to do what we had to do that's yep. totally fine. Hopefully that goes away. I don't like it. You know, I get to see y'all enough sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I did not like the, the basket. I mean, I like the basketball format simply because we didn't have to go to Georgia or the coastal and app. And I understand why they did it, but, uh, and, and strictly for me though, it's it's a selfish reason to want to play Georgia Southern and, and Georgia state is although I'm not a fan, it's an easy trip to Atlanta. So and we have a lot of alumni there, so I'm sorry. Josh Jagno, please, I'm sorry. I I keep going on and on, and I, I apologize.
2: It's good content, man. Keep it rolling. Everything good over here.
0: So your thoughts on the conference tournament,
2: though, Josh? You like the format, or? I, yes and no. I, I, I think Sowers is hitting it on the head. Well, you know, if you feel like you're hot and you want to play and keep playing, uh, what, what I think, the number one East seed gets to play Wednesday, Thursday. Right. So if we have like, for example, if it's us, you know, that we were in that seed in that scenario, I would want to see Aragetti and cook go back to back, get those two games under our belt. Uh, hopefully we could go to, I know we feel like we could depending on opponents and, you know, obviously there's a million other variables, but, uh, maybe some teams the break helps if they, if they need to, uh, Johnny all staffed a second game for whatever reason. If if, say they have an injury, like, uh, you know, South Alabama's got Lee on the shelf right now, you know, who knows? I I think it really just depends on the team and the the situation at the time. Um, as far as the way that we're going to play conference, uh, I hate the way we're doing it now. I want to go back to 30. I want to play everybody. I I don't want to see a North Alabama, you know, three weeks after or three weeks till the end of the season. I, I hate that. Um, Plus, I hate the way they do the RPI, the, the, the top whatever RPI plays the other top RPI. I hate that. Uh, I think I explained that in the last episode. But, no, as far as the, the tournament goes, I'm, I'm thrilled that it's in Alabama or in, uh, in Montgomery. Looking forward to it. Um, but, no, no. it's So, uh, what I'm I hearing from deal.
0: everybody is that I'm the idiot, that I need to conform to the rest of you guys. And I need to, I need to spend more time talking to you all so I learn something.
1: Oh, that's what a little bourbon's for, right?
0: I agree. So,
1: hey, no, i all ills. Hey, I want to totally briefly switch gears. Yep. Uh, so, Spencer Arrogetti now, you know, part of the Rage and Cajuns, uh we actually UTA has played against Aragetti once when he was at TCU. That was the uh, the last ever collegiate game at Globe Life Park. Uh, you know, the former home of the Rangers right next door. And uh yeah, Aragetty started that game. And I want to make it, I should have had this up earlier when we were getting in diving into this series. Yep. Uh Aragetti, he went two innings that day. Um, but I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, six batters in that lineup in 2019 are pretty much still in the batting order um, currently now. I should have had that point earlier. That's all right. A little series preview there for you. I flipped back a few pages in the old scorebook. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a great series.
2: That's very interesting.
0: Well, but but to your point, though, uh, with, with all of it, the, the TCU announcers made the comment to Jay and Brad, that was not the Spencer and Getty that we saw pitching at TCU. So,
1: um, went down, spent a year at Navarro or, or half a year, whatever, uh, if you yeah. want to call it that. And then, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's pretty phenomenal. I tried to keep up with that game earlier in the year when y'all uh, when y'all put in that series, y'all played TCU, and uh, that was uh, that was a pretty wild weekend.
0: That that was uh, very enjoyable baseball. I know we didn't, we, we the results weren't always what we wanted, but I, I i sure enjoyed sitting out there uh, watching some baseball, so but. Back to our conference tournament here. Uh, so yeah, it, it's funky. I just don't think with, I mean, I know you can't go to four teams because then you got three pools and how do you play that? Uh, but you know, with us in coastal, let's just say playing first and South Alabama's the third team. Um, you know, I guess, I mean, anything can happen to where either one team's not playing for anything. Both teams are playing for something, or both teams are playing for nothing. So, it is what it is at this point, and uh, I, and I've got to believe for the majority of the teams that they have some pride and they're gonna they're gonna play things out.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's like I said earlier. I think once we get down there, once we see it after that first day, and kind of really able to fit the scenarios and projections in our brains, and I, I think we'll we'll have a better sense of what it looks like Um, right now on paper. It's just a, it's a little different. You know, we haven't haven't experienced this one yet. Good deal. Anything else guys about the conference sermon
0: you want to touch on? I will tell you that for those that haven't been there, I I do enjoy uh, downtown Montgomery. Uh, Very nice. Once we get there, as far as the hotel and everything, if you chip, once you check in, you should be able to walk everywhere. You don't have to worry about your vehicle. Uh, ballparks and walking distance from downtown so sort of the restaurants bars and uh, we'll have some fun so looking forward to it all right well let's get into our last segment here uh i don't know if i necessarily want to call it overrated underrated uh, or buy or sell but we're going to go buy or sell let's just go down Oops, uh, broadcasters i'm in let's do this oh okay uh no, <laughs> no uh yeah, maybe that's a that's a that's a that's a bourbon session most definitely not a sober one so and maybe a late bourbon session at that yeah, that might you might need to be real deep in <laughs> yeah so let's start out the top of the east uh, i know we don't get to see all the eastern teams as much but what, what's your what what's your thoughts on south south what what one last thing about the tournament, uh, and I, I do this every time. I apologize. What, what, How much of an advantage do you think that teams uh, will have that play on natural grass and natural dirt going to Montgomery uh, will have over the teams like the Cajuns that play on, on turf fields?
1: <clears throat> That's interesting. Uh, that... <sighs> And you said in Riverwalk, and I, I should know this already, but that, that is that turf. Uh yes. No, it's natural. It it's natural. It's natural. I'm sorry. Natural. Uh I don't know if it's gonna have too much of an effect. UTA mostly, you know, through their, you know, through their you know, fifty games or whatever, uh is, is mostly grass. Uh now they've now we've played three games at Life Field and that's that's a turf, uh, you know, where the where the Rangers play. So um i mean that's what you get out there and have a little bp for um early if you're able if if that's allowed this year uh not sure yeah. um i don't think it'll have too much effect because i mean these guys these guys have traveled around the experienced guys they've played on, on all sorts of uh different style of turfs and, and, and grass and, and, and normal dirt so i don't think it'll have too much of an effect
0: i just find that uh uh for guys like i, I think i don't think it will how do i say this I think it could have an effect for a team like us only because you're not used to seeing that ball come off of where the grass becomes dirt and all of a sudden it takes that, that high hop. Uh, And, but at the same time, you're not going to see that thing. Like uh, did y'all play at ULM? Yes. So I don't know if you were able to, were were any of the games on TV? Uh, I'm sure. Or did you travel for,
1: I do not travel, unfortunately. I um, okay. saw a couple of highlights, um, saw, saw a little bit of, of each day.
0: Well, right in front of their home plate, the 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 ground is very, very hard. So if you pound that ball into, into the dirt right there, all of a sudden it's hopping over the, uh, the third baseman's head or the second baseman's head, you know. So uh, a little bit different than, than what you would see at a normal grass field. But at the same time, it, it's uh, – I, I think – the fielding and especially for a team like ours that this year has not been a great fielding team. Whereas a team like South Alabama who plays on natural grass is the best fielding team in the league. And that's why they've been winning. So, cause they don't make mistakes. I think they have a little bit of an advantage. So I was just yeah. curious.
1: Yeah. Interesting point. No, it'll be uh, it, cause you, know, you think back to uh you know, the last where the last few tournaments have been, you know, there's, you know, there's been a, there's been a tournament in Statesboro. There's been a tournament uh, Conway's hosted, you know, a few uh, every ballparks, a little different. And, you know, I, I am looking forward to the neutral side uh, aspect of it. Um, yeah. It'll be something to keep an eye on for sure.
0: I think the neutral side is, is, is great. I'm, I'm very much thinking that, that this is going to be the right thing for the, for the Sunbelt. So back to our buy or sell. We're going to start out on the, on the top of uh, the east with South Alabama. South Alabama is, is hosting Coastal Carolina, then they go to, uh, to App State. Uh, does does the South Alabama close out? You're buying them for what they're doing, even with the batting average as low as it is.
1: I'll buy them. Uh, I, I Going back to our series that we saw against South Alabama, um, I mean, they, they have some pitching, they have some hitters, but uh, UTA was in every single one of those games and arguably uh, you know, should have at least won one, if not both of them, that, that they lost. Um, now, I've also seen Coastal Carolina, and granted, they had a very unique situation um, coming off some COVID issues, and we played them, they didn't have – they didn't have their their normal third baseman, uh, and they were missing a couple of their big arms in the pen. So I I'll sell Coastal. I just don't think it's their year. It's been a weird year for them, as it has been with a lot of D one collegiate teams. So I'll sell Coastal. I'll buy South, but I'd like to see an offer first on South, if you will.
0: Yeah. Jag, Josh, what you got up there? What your What's your thoughts?
2: I think South Al plays baseball. And they, they scare me. Don't make, they don't, like you said, they don't make errors. They don't make mistakes. They can pitch. Now look, if, if Lee can't go uh, that's devastating for them because he sets the tone. Uh, but they, they've got good relief. Obviously the back end of the bullpen is salty as anybody in the league. Um, yeah. South scares me. I, I know that they're hitting two thirty, but they're clutch. They have the clutch gene on that team up and down the lineup. So they, they worry me more probably than anyone else.
0: Are either one of you concerned that Coastal somehow gets healthy and finds finds a way to win baseball games? I mean, it, I'm still not sold that they're as bad as their record, I guess, but it, what, what, what are both of your thoughts on that?
1: From prior experience, yes, because in 2019 in Conway in the tournament – uh, UTA goes off and defeats Coastal in round one and sends Coastal to the losers bracket. Well, guess who won the tournament in 2019 and are still the reigning Sunbelt Conference tournament champions? Coastal Carolina. Now, whenever you get to Championship Sunday, you know you just see like the half bracket that they'll show, like, oh, Coastal beat this team and whatnot. Uh, no, they went through about as much drama as we could ever hope for because that's one of my one of my just memories of of 2019 is 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 Will Olson hitting a grand slam in the top of the ninth uh to tie the game against coastal carolina would turn into a shootout and then zach bearman hits a uh, hits a game-winning home run in the bottom of the 10th and that was a win or go home game that ended you know at about midnight or whatever just one of those insane games so i think that concern is always there from the Clears. look at their baseball program look at their coaching staff gary gilmore has gone through just about everything you can as a head coach so i think that that would be a little concerning in
0: 2018 i believe that i know why well, I- I know they won the conference tournament, but I don't remember if they came through the winners' bracket uh, or the losers' bracket that and that series either. So, uh, very interesting thoughts. I like I like, your, I like your 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 thoughts there, Josh.
2: I agree, hundred percent. If South is my number one, my number two uh, scariest team is Coastal. Gary Gilmore didn't forget how to win. That team has seen way too much success to to not be taken seriously. Um, they've been embarrassed a few times in the league this year. And I think that they won't forget that, you know, the one thing that's great about the tournament is it gives you an opportunity to hit the reset button and God help us if they find it, because they can still hit the ball. I know they've got some, some pretty ugly numbers this year, but uh, no, I, I, I do not take coastal lightly at all.
0: Good deal guys. Let's move on to uh Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern is out of conference this weekend with Ileon, but then they're, they're going to ma- uh, wrap it up with the UTA Mavericks. So Uh, Josh Sowers what are your thoughts are you buying or selling the Georgia Southern
1: Eagles well we started paying attention to the Eagles whenever they played South Alabama and South Alabama had an opportunity to pretty much run away with the east Georgia Southern took two of three kept them in the race so that's a hot race I haven't seen Georgia Southern I buy Georgia Southern because you're looking at Mason McWhorter's batting average that's another very experienced player on that team and uh, for UT Arlington we'd like to have that maybe that third game in Statesboro really not mean a whole lot. Uh, so I'll buy them just on the fact that I, I I'll buy them, but I don't want to see them. I don't want to have to go head to head with them uh, for all three games in that series. Cause that's going to be at J I Clements. That's going to be a great series. And really all depending on what happens this weekend is how the attitudes going into that final series. Mr. Jagno, your thoughts.
2: Think Georgia Southern is a complete baseball team. Uh, kind of shaky the last few weeks uh, on, on some games that I really thought that they were in control of, and it, they made it more interesting than it had to be. Uh, but overall, I still think they're they're a good overall baseball team. They pitch, they hit, they play defense. Uh, probably still the best overall team in the league.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, I think the thing that really hurt them, they went out and crushed Georgia State on a Friday night and lost the next two games to Georgia State but I'm not going to hold that against them. To me, I agree with both of you. I think they're probably the best all around baseball team. And I still think the best baseball team in the Sun Belt right now. So uh, Troy, the Troy Trojans, Josh Sowers, uh, they're they're hosting uh, Arkansas State, and then they will come to Lafayette to play the Raging Cajuns. What's your thoughts on Troy? You buying or selling them?
1: That's going to be a... I'm not going to bid because I have not seen them. I have not seen Troy too much. Forgive my, uh, forgive my ignorance. Uh, That's I right. Think a baseball team. I uh, think they, they always are great coaching staff. Uh, they have a terrific broadcaster in the booth. They have a, several good broadcasters in the booth over there. So on that note alone for, uh, for Barry and Jerry, I'll buy. Okay. Troy's one of the, well, I'm going to let Josh Jagno go first
0: before I chime in again.
2: Troy's tough for me. Troy's lineup is about as scary as anybody's in the league, top to bottom. Uh, they even have a couple of uh, super pinch hitters off the bench that are, that are still tearing up the league uh, you know, in their role. But I don't think they can – I don't like their defense, and I don't think that they have the depth of pitching staff that it's going to take to win the tournament. Uh, specific to a three win, a three-game series to end the season, we both – know about that we're gonna to have to see him and everything but uh no I, I don't think Troy quite has what they need to win the tournament but I think they're scary in you know, a through a through game series so we are gonna to have to show up to play that series and you know again scary lineup I, I, I'm not gonna say that I buy them uh but I'm not sleeping on them I, I you know I don't know I'm kind of in the middle I'm, I'm similar to Sowers there I, I'm in the middle on them
0: yeah I, I'm not uh I'm, I'm selling them quite honestly. I have not been high in them all year. I thought they've had played some good games and they've, and they've crushed some people, but at the same time, very inconsistent, nearly a five ERA for, as a team, which I know doesn't mean much, but at the same time they're batting uh, the, the cages batting average is three points higher as a team in some bell conference play only. So I, I'm, I'm selling Troy. Uh, I think they can be very dangerous. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't, I don't see them, uh, uh having what it takes, uh, to, to, to go. So just my two cents. So I'm going to go ahead. Uh, uh, we've kind of talked about coastal Carolina. I really don't think there's a whole lot there to talk about app state or Georgia state. So I'm just going to move on to the West and I'm not going to ask you about UTA Josh, because I, I, I don't think that's fair. Uh, and plus we're playing this week and I don't want to, I don't want you to tell us why we're going to lose and, I'm gonna have to. I'd hate for for both of us to tell you how you're gonna lose. So we'll skip well, that's, UTA. That's very kind of you. <laughs> well, you know we're kind of outnumbering you here. Uh, I, I tell you, I will tell you this. I'm very much looking forward to the series. As much as I, if I was home, I wouldn't like Friday. I don't mind Friday night's game, but if we were home, I would not like the 6:30 start on Saturday. But since we're away, I'm loving it. I'm building a a bourbon bar in my garage so I've got all day to work on it and then I can sit down enjoy a bourbon and even though I'm not smoking cigars right now I may just light a bourbon candle or something to
1: give me some ambiance. Okay well that seems like that seems like the Knights have the uh the 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 Cajuns fan zoom call ready to go right next to me when I'm calling the game. We may have to do that
0: so I'm looking forward to the series I think it's going to be a good series. I think uh I think you guys in Georgia Southern, uh, no offense, but I'll probably be pulling for Georgia Southern uh, unless, you know, we'll see what happens after this weekend. So we'll skip uh, uh, Louisiana and UTA, but let's get into Little Rock. The team, the and jive. Heckling jive. No, heckling. Jekyll and Hyde. God, I just messed that all up, didn't I? Is there is there an edit button here somewhere?
1: Popped a couple this morning.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Little Rock, let's start there. Little Rock at App State are at home against App State, away at Georgia State. I know we didn't talk about Georgia State, but this will give us an opportunity. We didn't talk about either one of those teams. Uh, one of the easiest, uh, the only the only one who has an easier road as far as uh, winning percentage will be Texas State, which we'll get to in a second. But Little Rock has the second easiest remaining schedule in conference play.
1: Mine are selling Little Rock. I sell Little Rock. However, I'll put a nickel on their pitching staff. Uh, When we played them um, sweep, they just couldn't hit the ball. And that was part of Carlos Tavera's no-hitter on uh, on Saturday. And then on doubleheader Sunday, it was the same thing. It was a low-scoring game, 1-5-4. And then we shut them out two games, 3-0, oh, uh, in the second game on uh, on Sunday. It just looked like a team that did not have a lot of pop. They've got some great guys in their lineup that can hit. But we did not see that at Clay Gould Ballpark. Now, a nod to I wouldn't want to have Little Rock game one in the tournament because we saw what Hayden Arnold can do. Lost in the Carlos Tavera no-hitter. Hayden Arnold, he went uh, seven and two thirds without allowing a run and only gave up a couple hits. So I loved what Hayden Arnold was doing, and then with Barkley coming in uh, behind him, Barkley got just no help on the field, uh, which is how the Cajun, pardon me, the Trojans won that or. or gave up that game against UTA doubleheader in game one because Arnold's infielders, they, they had a season high in errors in that, uh, in that first game on, uh, on Sunday. And it ultimately, it lost them a game and E five our runner reached and turns out he was the game winning run in the bottom of the sixth inning. I sell little rock. Uh, I love Chris Curry. I think he's a great head coach. I just don't think the bats can support little rock, especially when it comes to tournament time. Mr. Jagno
2: thoughts. Agree on Hayden Arnold. He's the real deal. Uh, you never know which Aaron Funk you're going to get. We got the, the very good Aaron Funk. So uh, I, I think we were also, and when I say we, I mean the Cajuns when we went up there to play. I think that we kind of got, uh, we were the victim of some averages, just kind of averaging out in their favor that weekend. Uh, but away from, from uh, Gary Hogan, I, I don't buy Little Rock at all. Uh, so. Sell, sell.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my thoughts too. I, I think they should sweep out state. I honestly think they're going to struggle against Georgia State to finish out the season. What that does to them going into the tournament will be interesting to see. Also, another good point is that they're at Georgia State. It's a short ride over to Montgomery. Do they head back to Little Rock, or do they go straight to Montgomery and spend a couple of days in a hotel before they even get to play? So to me, that all of those things make interesting side notes. But again, I think they sweep, sweep App State. Uh, I think they're going to struggle against Georgia State a little bit. So, uh, and Josh has not had the uh, the the pleasure of doing a baseball game at Georgia State yet. So, uh, that is a that is a very I would I would I would call it a high school field. Except I don't want to insult a high school field. Yeah. <clears throat> so
1: I've not not been there. I've had everybody else tell me things about that place and yeah, I guess I'll just have to go see it see it for myself someday.
0: I am told that they have trimmed the tree back so that if you're sitting in the press box, you can actually see right field now.
1: That's good. That's 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 great news.
0: And Danny and Colin said because of COVID, they were directly behind home plate and they could see the whole field. So but uh, we're, we're not going to go anymore there because there are other teams we could really bash on. Uh, let's see. I, uh, we've got two teams left though. Texas State, again, I, uh, as I just said, uh, the two teams they have remaining against them, uh, three, 364 winning percent in, in conference play. Texas State will host Georgia State and then head to Coastal. And to me, another interesting situation there. Do they, because I don't think Texas state could go to a further place away and Montgomery is right in the middle. Do they fly to coastal then bus back to Montgomery or so, or do they fly all the way home and then fly to Montgomery? That's a, that's a, but back to what we were talking, buying or selling Texas state.
1: I'll buy. I think Texas state, uh, the technically the reigning champ regular season champions in, in 2019 <clears throat> just didn't get the job done in the tournament when, uh, when it mattered most to a, uh, to a very surprising ULM team that um, UTA was run ruled in that 2019 tournament, not trying to base everything off, off the last time we had a tournament. Nope. Um, UTA went down to San Marcos this year, had a series win. First time the Mavericks had a series win in San Marcos over Texas state since 1994. They can still hit the ball. They can still pitch just like you two. They're a very well experienced club. And uh, I'm a little partial to the West. Obviously I've seen more West teams. I'll buy Texas state just because uh, if you can hold a grudge from 2019, uh, they're not going to go out there and embarrass themselves either.
2: Jack. Uh, for whatever reason, I continue to look back at last season and say, at some point that team has got to round back into shape. Um, they, like he said, like, like Sour said, they can pitch it and they can hit it and, if they just put it together. And again, it's, it's that when you get to the tournament, you get the opportunity to hit the reset button. Nobody cares about your bat and average and your slug and your OPS anymore. It's a reset. Um, I look I, I mean, just for example, look at what they did the South this past weekend, you know, I mean, they're competitive and then I think that they can make some real noise in the tournament. So yeah, I would probably buy Texas state at this point in the season.
0: Uh, I agree. I, I, I don't, I don't know how they, I, I know, I know their best hitter. My understanding was out for a while. Uh, he's back, is my understanding. Uh, I I don't think they continue to lose at the clip they were. Plus, they've got the easiest schedule remaining. And at nine and nine, quite honestly, it's my opinion that the Cajuns, had to have any uh, hope of uh, winning the the West, we have to go five and six over our, our, our next six games. And it's a very good. It's very possible that Texas State goes six and zero. Oh, It would still be a game ahead. So, uh, but again, they're at Coastal. What does that do? What does the plane ride do? Are they looking ahead to the conference tournament? I'm buying Texas State, though. So, we will move on to, I guess, our. we're going to go one more team because I think they're, uh, well, I guess both of them are technically, but Arkansas State. Arkansas State, they're at Troy, and then they play, they host ULM. Arkansas State's been one of those teams that I will let you two talk about
1: first. <laughs> uh, I'll sell. Uh, UTA went up there, took two of three, and uh, what, what, what's kind of happened is the, the Sunday game, the, the, the Maverick offense has cooled off. Since it's been so hot Friday and Saturday, and Arkansas State got one, it goes back to my earlier point earlier. If you're going to lose a series on the road, just don't get swept. Which UTA has been fortunate enough to to not let that happen in in, in conference play uh, this season. I'm selling Arkansas State. Uh, I, I just didn't didn't see a ton from them uh, whenever they whenever UTA went up there. Uh, I'll sell Arkansas State. Uh, there's too many teams in the West that I like more than than, than the Red Wolves, and I, I don't think they're a bad ball club by any means, but um, I'll sell.
0: Well, to your point about not getting swept,
1: it's one of those things in
0: just the opposite fashion. Coach Robe used to uh, – when you win those first two games and you're on the road uh, and you lose the Sunday game, it's a long ride home because you're thinking about what could have been the whole time. So just the opposite there. Josh, Jag. What you what you what you what you doing? Buying or selling?
2: It's a hard sell on Arkansas State. They don't have a single arm really that impresses me. Um, uh, as much as I like Tommy Raffo as a coach, uh, you, you can't hit your way through a tournament. You got to pitch. Uh, they also look; they're going to make errors in the field. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to trash them. I just don't think they're a very good baseball team.
0: No, I I, I completely agree, and I, I I don't see them. I mean, with going to Troy. And then hosting ULM, I think ULM is playing better. Uh, and we didn't talk about ULM. They're out of conference this weekend at TCU, which is, I think, you know, is going to do them a great favor, playing a, good, a very good uh, TCU team. I think that will prepare them for their last Sunbelt Conference series. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see how Arkansas State goes to Troy, who's, who's hitting the ball again, and then hosts ULM. I, I just don't see that happening. Uh, the final team is ULM, which I just kind of mentioned, but uh, not that something funky would really have to happen to get them up. So we're not going to we're not going to spend time on that. And plus, it's still they're still ULM. They're Chicken Hawks or warhawks or whatever this week.
1: Still don't want to play them. <laughs> I know. I I,
0: them. I I agree. I think we have won. Uh, which doesn't count for nothing when you play. And I think we have won 34 of the last 36 games against them. So, but still. Yeah,
1: you Rage you, you, raging Cages fans, y'all, y'all never seem to mention that enough. I just, that's the personal <laughs> observation. I, I, I don't hear that enough.
0: Well, we will make sure. I may have a T-shirt made for us, you know, <laughs> when I go to the tournament, if we play them. The cages have <laughs> beat the Warhawks. No. So, um but anything else you wanna you wanna talk about that, that we didn't mention, or anything that, that you find intriguing about either the tournament or this weekend coming up?
1: No, looking. Uh, I I'm looking forward to it. 6:30 um, Friday night tomorrow night. Um, uh, we'll be, we'll have it for you on ESPN Plus. Jay and Brad over there will have it on the radio side for the uh, for for the Cajun fans, but uh, yeah, flip back and forth. Uh, uh, It's weird going from you know my you know I I just did my 300th game uh, a couple weekends ago, and uh, switching from that that 90 to 10, uh, you know, homerism if you will, to about uh, we'll go 60 40. Uh, But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Love the Cajuns. uh, Love love y'all's athletic staff and. Uh, you know, it is, and lately it's been some pretty good games uh, between these two teams and um, it, it I, I think every team is a rival in the Sun Belt, but uh, as the years have gone on, um, these these two squads have, have put on some, some pretty good shows and we've had some wild games and I, I expect the exact same thing. Saturday 6.30 right now, that might move but probably not, and then 1 o'clock on Sunday hopefully the rain stays away and uh, yeah, I think uh, when all the dust settles on Sunday night, we're going to have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. This is, I I think this is the uh, preliminary series of this weekend, uh, as far as the Sunbelt Conference goes, especially in the West Division, because uh, a lot of things can happen with whatever. That said, uh, or go ahead, Craig, if you want to. No, it up. I was just yeah. going to say, yeah the
0: the the baseball. Uh, we appreciate your time, Josh, uh, and and Josh yagno uh, Appreciate you coming on again with us uh, and helping helping us out or helping me out or helping us out. I guess Absolutely. the two of us. Um uh, but again, Josh Sowers tomorrow night on ESPN plus Jay Walker and Brad Topham with the call on the, no on KPL 965 and on the KPL app. So thank you both. Appreciate it very much. Uh and Josh will uh Sowers, we will see you in Montgomery. And maybe we depending on how it goes this weekend, we may have you back on before the conference term.
1: Okay, sounds good. <laughs> well hopefully, hopefully it happens. But yeah, I've enjoyed it, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all hopefully in Montgomery. Quickly, uh, wh- Hi, which Jeff. minor league game are you calling tonight? Well, I've actually run camera for the uh, oh. Frisco Riders up there. Um, okay, they've uh, they minor league baseball's back, and uh, I, I work on the in house crew there. So, uh, if you're a uh, if you're a subscriber to MILB.TV, TV, then uh, you'll see some of my fine camera work. Uh, uh,
0: I, I uh, actually I am a subscriber, so I have both the MILB package and the uh, the MLB package. So, and there are many times that I I flip through MILP games. B not be games on the one of the computer screens while watching uh baseball so yeah absolutely all right josh thank you for your time we appreciate it uh for uh, we're talking i'm craig malosson jag josh jagno and thanks again to josh Sowers, voice of the uta mavs catch him this week on ESPN plus thanks again we'll see y'all later any redistribution or reproduction of any part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited except Ah, who the hell are we kidding? Distribute it. Share it. Put it in your podcast. Broadcast it. Or put it on social media. Just give credit where credit's due.